This sort of thing repeated until the sky was darkening and we were all close and cozy. The girls' English was good, but more importantly, they were both laid back and just plain easy to talk to. Maria had a guitar on hand with an American Greek songbook, and when she asked if I'd like to play, it was my turn to accept xenophilia. In the following hours, the girls fed us free beers, and we passed around the guitar, singing English songs that we recognized from the songbook, and attempted to sing songs written in Greek. Yeah, there was a hard hike ahead of us in the morning. Yeah, we probably needed our sleep. But in those late hours, my previous agenda felt small and far away. You know, this is pretty much our second to last night here, I mentioned to Maria during a lull in the evening. And I thought all the beauty of Europe was mainly behind us. Maria just laughed. Then she pointed up and behind me. A glowing scimitar moon hung low over Mitticus, illuminating the top of Olympus like a spotlight. Maria traced her finger downward and pointed out now towards the dark river that cascaded in waterfalls through the center crevasse made by the two mountain walls. She pointed past the mountain to the orange lights of Litohoro, pulsing like cooling embers at the mountain's foot, and she flicked her index finger out towards the rolling Aegean Sea, lapping at the toes of the city and extending out to the edge of a world where centaurs run wild and nymphs roam the woods and oceans. My friend, she said, the beauty is before you. Do you really think you will see anything like this again, as long as you live? I shivered. Tiny flakes of snow were drifting now, melting upon contact with our faces and shoulders. My mouth hung open in response, and I looked up to the sky, seeing stars and meteors and planets. I didn't answer her question. We both knew I didn't have to.